everything is all about money, even getting rest, it will cost you, like taking a vacation, it will cost you, even just walking around the, um, the area and, and viewing nature, you will pay for it, because it's the world that we're living in, some people think they have authority, they have the right to make you pay for it, so that was last week's lesson just checking about that everything that we mean we have in this world we need to exchange it for money like um mostly it was talking about the rest that if you need rest in this world you need to pay for it uh being in a quiet place where there's no noise and those places are usually um, when you take a vacation, um, you need that peace and quiet. You need that 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 music that will enable you to forget about so many things. You need to download it, and that's money. And everything in this world, we're paying for it. And then the lesson went on to say, even when it comes to our spirituality, there's a cost that comes with being against God, there's a cost that comes with um, sinning against God and one example, one character that we discussed about last week was King David who had to face the worst by taking someone's wife and he had to pay for the sin so usually when we sin against God we do not pay by money but we pay by the consequences that we face afterwards. So in order for me, in order for me to get that trust in God, I need to confess genuinely my sins unto God and He will give me that trust. And when I have the rest in God, I am sure that I am I am I am happy. That's when I can really say I have found happiness in this world. So today's lesson, this week's lesson is all about coming to Christ is all about um, God or Christ calling us back into his arms. So our memory text is from Matthew 11 verse 28. It says, Come unto me, all those who labor, and I have a laden, and I will give you rest. Let us pray. Our Father, our Atapa, thank you for the lesson. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for your arms that are still open welcome us back to your flock. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your love and enjoying. We pray that this lesson helps someone out there. This lesson gives an assurance, gives confidence and also gives someone a second chance in life. You're calling us back but to what we do not know. We seek to discover through this lesson. Enable us to understand. Enable us to know what you really intend us to know about you. And about that at the end of the day, our characters may be finished to fit the heavenly sanctuary. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So, this week's lesson, as I had mentioned before, that it's based on Matthew 11, verse 28, which says, Come to me. It's Christ calling us. He's saying, Come to me, all ye who labor, and I have a laden, and I will give you rest. 
So Christ is saying they were caught by Ellen White, a writer, a famous writer from the Adventist Church. She says in 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 in, in Christ Object Lesson, the book is Christ Object Lesson, page two hundred and twenty-six. It says the work done to the Lord is done in cheerful and with courage, and this and thus it is wise to ensure that every part of the body has equal taxation. Do not violate the laws of nature, lest you lose your strength for the following day. So God is saying today unto us, everything, if you are involved in the activities of, 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 of God or in the ministry or in the mission of God, you need to be ever cheerful. You need to be that someone with courage because the people that you are approaching are people who are full of sorrow, are people who have trials. And uh, during this pandemic, uh, people are full of stresses. So you need to be someone who is cheerful, someone who is going to give hope, and someone who is going to give courage to those who are losing hope in God. And it further goes on to say that Christ longs to have come those who are worn, weary, oppressed human beings back to him. He longs to give them the light and joy and peace that one that one cannot find anywhere else. The viewers the the rest sinners are the objects of his deep, earnest pity and love. He sends his Holy Spirit to yearn over them with tenderness seeking to draw them to himself. So, the lesson that Christ is trying to bring unto us today, when he says, come unto me, he is saying, I'm not calling those who are perfect. I'm not calling those who are perfect. If you remember scripture very well in the New Testament, it says that I do not come to serve those who are, who think they are okay. Because he was approached by the, by the, by the Pharisees and they were asking why are you associating with drunkards? Why are you associating with sinners? And he was like, I did not come for those who think they are perfect, but I came to save those who are lost. I came to save these sinners. So when Christ is inviting you to come to him, he's inviting you who has lost hope, you who is giving up in life, you who thinks you are more than a sinner, you who thinks you do not deserve grace, you who thinks you do not deserve mercy, you who thinks you do not deserve the forgiveness of God. So Christ when he's calling is calling even this week that all those who are sinners and are heavy laden, they should come unto him and he's the only source of what of the perfect rest. So these words that Christ uh, was saying that we're getting from Matthew eleven verse twenty eight, he said those words <coughs> to comfort the multitude that he was talking to, those people who were following Jesus everywhere. It, say, it says, the Savior had said that only through himself could man receive a knowledge of God. He had spoken to his disciples as the ones to whom a knowledge of heavenly things had been given, but he left none to feel themselves shut out from his care and love. All who labor and have led them may come to him. So when Christ spoke these words, he was more focused on his disciples, but he did not leave the other multitude feeling as if they are excluded from this invitation. 
So what am I saying today? Christ is not calling those who are churchgoers. Christ is not only calling those who believe in him. Christ is not calling those who have faith in him only. Christ is not calling those who seek him each and every day. Christ is even calling those who are ignorant, those who have let go of the church, those who have given up on God because they think he has not answered their prayers. So Christ is calling each and every human being on this earth to come back to him, to come back to his arms, and he's the only person who can give us rest. I like the I have three points from, from, from this lesson. And the lesson we're getting things from Sunday to, 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 to Thursday that speak of, of, of this verse. In fact this verse has been divided into five parts. So they are explained in detail when you get the godly. But um, I'll, I'll just summarize on those on those on those themes and try to come up with points that I think are, are, are important for us to, 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 to understand. So the first point this I'm getting from Saturday and Sunday which says, Come to me and I will give you rest. So the verse was saying, Come to me all those who are what uh who labor and uh, and have a laden and I will give you rest. So Saturday and Sunday is more focused on come to me and I'll give you rest. So the invitation when God says come to me is an invitation to surrender. So God is saying, Come to me in that situation, in that way that you are, in that way that you view yourself. You say I am a sinner, I don't deserve grace. Christ is saying, Come to me. You say you you are beyond repair. Christ is saying, Come to me. And Jesus is not only adding things to our lives, like saying, I'll give you rest. No. He's not only adding the rest in our lives. He's not only giving us rest in our lives, but is continuing to say, I will remove some of the things in you. In the sense that you will remove the sorrow in you. When you come to Christ, when you have gained that rest in Christ, you will remove the sorrow, you will remove the pain, you will remove the worry, you will remove that sadness in you. You will remove even the the underestimation that you have about your yourself. So that's the first point that we're getting, that when Christ is saying, come to me, he's saying, surrender all to me. And he's not only giving you rest, but he's saying, I am able to even remove all those things that the devil has put in you. So the second point that we're getting from the lesson, this is on Monday and Tuesday. Monday is saying, take my yoke upon you. That's Monday. And Tuesday is saying, for I am gentle and I am lowly in heart. So there's an important point aspect that I want us to, to get from, from Monday and Tuesday. Monday is saying, take my yoke upon you. This means joining Christ in service. This is another aspect that is so interesting. Christ is saying, after you have come to me, after I have given you the rest, I need you to take up my yoke, which is be in the service with me, which is be in the business of seeking souls that are in need of Christ, which is being cheerful and being courageous so as to lead others to Christ. That's the aspect that he's saying. When you're taking up the yoke of Christ, you're taking the responsibility, you're being in the mission, you're being in the ministry with Christ. So he further goes on to say that, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. That's a character that one who has been joined in service with 
Christ needs to have. The character of being lowly, the character of being gentle. It's a character that every missionary works, every person who intends to work for Christ, every person who needs to draw men to Christ needs to have. So the important thing that Christ is putting across is that you need to be someone who is humble. You need to be someone who is submissive. You need to be someone who is able to see others as deserving grace just like you. Because there are some people that when they have received Christ, they feel they are now holier than thou. They feel they are now better than other people. Like the example of the Pharisees. Um, Christ is saying, I don't need you to think you are superior. I need you to feel that you are still in need of that grace like other people. So when you are now in the mission with Christ, you don't see yourself better. But you see others better than yourself. You see others deserving that grace. The mission of Christ needs someone who is selfless, not selfish. That's the second point that I'm getting from, from the lesson. Then for Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday it's saying, for my yoke is easy. Christ is saying, for my yoke is easy. Then Thursday he ends up with saying, my burden is light. So Christ is saying, when you have come unto me, when I have given you rest, when you have joined with me in the mission, and when you have actually taken up my character of being humble, you understand that my yoke is easy. So when Christ has given you rest, and then he says, take up my yoke, it's like you're saying, uh-uh, I'm giving you time to rest, but when you're resting, be doing this. And someone might feel, ah, this is a burden. I'm, I'm, I'm totally working. I'm not even resting. But Christ is saying, you need to understand that my yoke is easy. When Christ is saying my yoke is easy, it means that in Christ, the burden of obedience is light. The only thing that you need to do when you're carrying the yoke of Christ, the yoke of Christ is of obedience. What Christ came to do was to obey the will of his Father. What Christ came to do was to die for our sins on the cross. If you remember the scenario of the Mount of Transfiguration, where Christ said, let this cup pass from me. He was almost giving up. It was a human nature. Humans are made or humans are bound to give up at, at some point in time. But Christ, just because of his obedience to his Father, just because of the sacrifice that he knew that he had to make for us. I love the statement that I, I'm, 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 I, was, uh, I, I read on uh, the past week. It says, his love that he demonstrated on the cross was stronger than the death that he faced on the cross. So Christ is saying, for my yoke is easy, meaning that the burden of obedience, when you are now in Christ, when you are now in service of Christ, when you, have ex- when you have actually taken up the character of Christ, you will see that even obeying the will of God is easy. Even looking at his commandments, even looking at what he needs us to do, it will be easy. When Christ says, do not lie, when Christ says, do not do this, when Christ says, love your neighbor, when Christ says, love your enemies, when Christ says, give, when Christ says, love even those that do not love you, when Christ says, you need to be a person who is ever cheerful, you will realize that it is easier than the way you were viewing it. And when he says, my burden is light, he's saying that, he says, in the law, he says, with the law that we ought to obey, I will give you strength through the Holy Spirit to overcome the temptations and be able to keep all my commandments. So we are not alone in this battle. We are not alone in this mission. 
we have the Holy Spirit, we have the Father, and we have Jesus Christ. The whole divinity is with us in this mission. So the lesson that we were um, discussing this week, it was calling us back to Christ. It's an invitation that Christ is giving us that he's saying, we need to come back to you. We need to come back to, 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 to the flock. We need to come back to, 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 to where we belong. We need to come back to, 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 to our very own home where we will find rest. This world might give us rest. This world might display some forms of rest that we think we deserve. But Christ is the only source of the rest that we deserve and need in this world. And when we have come to Christ and when we have been given that rest, we will be able to work in His mission and ministry wholeheartedly, cheerfully and with courage. And all that we will do with obedience each and every day being molded to have his character. So this was our lesson this week and thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in. I pray that whoever is listening to this lesson will be able to view God in a different eye, will be able to realize the love that Christ has for us. I pray that we may all be found in the mission and in the ministry of Christ. We may all be found in the journey of serving others or of displaying of attracting others to this love to this experience with christ so thank you very much for tuning in it's who we are with nom kalamoy let us pray before we close our father who is in heaven thank you very much thank you very much for the lesson thank you for the ideas um thank you for the points that we managed to draw out and thank you for uh, letting us view you the way that we're supposed to be viewing you. This Christ, this is the way that we want us to see you. You have been inviting us. The door has been opened. You have been knocking in our hearts. It is only the devil. It is only our ignorance. It is only our rejection of that love that is, has drawn us away from, from, from doing your wrong. We pray that through this lesson, many people may, might be touched. Many people might be drawn back into doing your wrong. Many people might be given another chance into testing that love that you so much want us to experience in Jesus my name I pray amen thank you very much for tuning in keep on supporting the podcast keep on sharing the podcast with others with friends family you may never know it might help someone else in this time of need